We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good moods just two hours ago. Actually, an hour, an hour ago. 45 minutes ago, maybe. We were in a good mood. We were recording this after the Warriors lost to the Boston Celtics in game one of the finals. We were going to wait till after the press conferences, but I think you agree with me. I know exactly what Steve Kerr, I know exactly what they're going to say. There's no point to even wait for the press conferences. It's been a minute since the Warriors have blown a game like this. In my opinion, this and, was a regular season collapse, right? That we've seen the last two seasons. Yeah, this is not the Warriors' finest hour. The Warriors lose; they're up entering the fourth quarter. Honestly, I thought they played poorly for a majority of the game, and then they give the game away in the fourth quarter. Uh, where do you even want to start on this game? Let, let, let uh, me let me let me back up on this one. Do you want to go macro or do you want to go micro on the fourth quarter? Uh, let's start, let's start macro. Okay. So the Warriors are back in the NBA finals. You and I are feeling just like, you know, just full forever warrior vibes, ready to just, you know, wax poetic about the amazingness as the Golden State Warriors. And what are your overwhelming thoughts on this, uh, on this series and how they start game one? Yeah, I, I thought this was a very good, actually, I thought this was a very good Warriors start to the series. I thought they had the right game plan. I thought they came out as well as they could offensively. I thought defensively they, they weren't that great, but they were executing to the actual game plan and leaving guys open that, that should have been open. I didn't actually think they did every, did anything different versus Dallas or versus uh, Utah or not Utah, Denver, right? Or, or Memphis. They kind of let the guys shoot the shots that they wanted them to shoot. And I thought Steph was amazing uh, pretty much through the entire game. Uh, the only difference was it, it did feel like the role players for Boston did end up playing better when it mattered versus the guys at, in, at Golden State, which which really told the tale of the story, Sam. It, it was really the defense that Boston played when it mattered, and then the role players making shot was just a lot different from what we've seen so far in the playoffs that, that Golden State has faced. 
So I think it's 50-50. I do agree with you. Like the Warriors were banking on the Marcus Smarts and the Derek Whites of the world of not hitting shots. And they hit shots tonight. And even Al Horford, um, Al Horford's a decent shooter, but like I don't think he's that level of shooter. He hit shots. With that said, I'm not sure the Warriors made Boston uncomfortable at all in the game. And there are NBA players, and that's the part that I'm frustrated with. Like, I, I don't feel like the Warriors brought the appropriate intensity to this game at all. I think they really I think, they, I think they thought if they would get on a couple, they get on a run, Steph hits a shot, the crowd goes crazy, Boston would fold. And that's not the team Boston is. And then Boston did not fold. And then the Warriors were like, oh, you know, that that's the way I read the game. I, I'm with you. I, I'm kind of trying to process it in real time, which is what I think is, is makes Spotify Live great for us. I, I think that the Warriors got punched in the mouth in a way that they haven't been – like they got punched in the mouth in the first half because they went into the half down two. So it's not like the Warriors were down 10 the whole game. They came out strong, and they were down two at halftime. So it's, I don't think the Warriors laid down. I, I thought they were actually pretty damn good. It, it might just be a series where – Boston's just going to be better in some of these games. And I thought the Warriors and were were better for maybe half the game. Maybe you could argue maybe even more than that. They were definitely better in the third quarter. But now it feels like okay, the fourth quarter comes along and it's just it's two ways, right? It's it's a total Warriors collapse uh offensively and especially defensively. And on the other side Boston's just better. Now on the other side it's like Sam you give up all these open shots, but at the same time they hit 21 threes with Horford and Derek White hitting that many. I don't want to say you live with that, but I don't know how – like, what's the yeah, adjustment, my, right? My, it's per, like, my, my personal feeling was the Warriors didn't play hard enough. That's where I'm at with it. Um, they, sent uh, doubles, they sent doubles at Tatum. I don't think they were hard doubles. I thought Boston played more desperate the whole game, honestly. Um, they hit open shots, but I don't know that they generated great looks most of the game. I thought they played. I, I thought they played more desperate the whole way through, and I, I just want to see the Warriors play a little harder. I, I don't. I don't know. Did. I don't know about that though, right? I, I feel like the Warriors. They came out in the second half, and they came out in that third quarter, and they were they made the right adjustments, right? Steph got to the hole. He created open looks. He got open looks for everyone else, and their defense, the Boston offense pretty much fell apart in that their quarter, which is what we're used to seeing. I just sometimes feel like in today's NBA, you're just going to get your face blown off sometimes by these guys just shooting threes. Like if if Marcus Mark's going to come in cold and hit a couple threes, Al Horford hits a couple threes, Derek freaking White hits three threes. Like I, I just, I'm not sure what you do about that. Where's so, which down. is not to say That's this is right. good no, I mean, loss. I mean, this is not a good loss. This is a bad loss. But I just don't know what you do about that. I do agree with you in the uh, in the macro sense. My 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 counter would be, look, man, it, I agree with you. The three is like a counter that you can't. If guys are gonna, if guys you want to hit the shot, hit the shot. Like there's not a lot you can do with it strategically. Should they not have come out a little harder closing up the, the three-point line? That's kind of where I'm at with them. I, I, I might be grasping at straws considering they lost, but that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I think there's something to be said about, you know, Jordan. I, look, 
Jordan Poole was almost unplayable tonight. I mean, there were some plays that he made that were good, but right now that's bad. And it's not even ISO. It's not even ISO, Jordan Poole. Boston pretty much did what the Warriors did to guys that are bad on defense. It's pretty much pass, pass, pass. And you go after a guy that had really no idea what to do on offense. But it also goes to the rest of the players in that the only guy that is contesting relatively hard all game was Andrew Wiggins, right? And maybe a little bit of Draymond Green. But like you're saying, Anytime you're giving the team that wide open of a look, you can't just expect them to miss because it's not like it's Tony Allen out there shooting threes, right? These guys can still make threes. You can't just leave them wide open. And I think what you're trying to say is if it's a half contest, that's good enough. If Boston's yeah, making them against a half contest, you live with that. But they were wide open. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm at with this team. Like Boston has my respect. They played very hard against the Warriors. They're not a team you're going to beat playing quote unquote half ass. You know, like that's where I feel like the Warriors may not have brought the hardest intensity. And I'm curious to see how they respond game two because I think they thought they had game one won and they threw it away. And like right now, I'm looking at this. I'm like, all right, now we're going seven. That's where we're at. We're going seven. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going seven. I mean, and I think part of that, too, is you're right. They did think they won the game. I think there was a key part where, and I don't blame Steph for this, actually. I actually love that he shot this shot, but they went up 15, and he takes a step back three, and it felt like, okay, they're up 18. Or they're up 15, they make that three, they're up 18, and this thing's over, right? That's what it felt like. They're up 15 with about a minute left in the third, and it's like, all right, it's party time, right? And and I think that's what the Warriors are used to doing. And they end up going into the fourth quarter up 12, I believe, 11 or 12, and pretty much blow away the game immediately in the fourth quarter. And and I don't I don't think you can blame Steve. Kerr. Like I don't know how you blame Steve. It's just you're not going to put Steph in for 12 minutes of the freaking fourth quarter. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, I, I think that's like you said though. I think this is a team that thought they had this one. They got punched in the face and they got completely outplayed, man. Like it's it's on one hand it's a complete collapse because they didn't guard anyone and they couldn't score. But on the other hand, Boston just outplayed them. I, I don't know. There is and I no, think that, none that's, of them, a, right? that's the part that frustrates me. If guys are going to hit shots, so be it. But if you're getting outplayed, I roll. You know, like it, it makes me it makes me mad. Um, we got some fun stats to throw out here. Boston outscored the Warriors by 24 points in the fourth quarter. That's the largest point differential in a quarter in the NBA Finals history. Wow. Not great. Wow. I mean, I, and this is I. Hmm. I was I was going. Know, this is where I'm going. They deserve to lose, but it didn't have to be this bad. And let me ask you this: What's the adjustment that the Warriors make here? What's the is is there optimism to the rest? Because again, this is only game one, right? At the end of the day, it's a bad collapse, but it's only one game. So what what's the adjustment here? What can the Warriors do outside of just saying, hey, let, let's let's just because because I mean you look at it, the Boston made twenty one threes, the Warriors made nineteen, but I also don't feel like the Warriors played very well offensively. Play hard, play harder. I feel like a lot of the Warriors' issues tonight were pure effort based. They didn't actually make it difficult for the Boston Celtics to the point where. They have to reconsider everything they want to do. So the first thing for the Warriors is like literally play harder. That's where I'm at. I don't know. I I, I think there's it's I, I disagree. I, I think this team they came out with what they came out with. They they did. I felt like they executed the game plan. I think what they need to do is 
I do think that defensively they might want to change some stuff up. I think they may have helped a little bit too much on Jason Tatum. Jason, they, they did a great job on him. He was three for 17 from the field. So I think if you're a Boston fan, you're happy, right? You're like, okay, we made 21 threes, but next game, Jason Tatum's going to score 30 points. You know, that might be good enough for us to take a 2-0 lead. So I think if you're a Boston fan, you're pretty happy about that. But I think if you're the Warriors, I think you're thinking about it. I think they helped too fast, too early on Tatum, which left a lot of guys wide open. I, I think it was a little bit too easy for Tatum just to say, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to give the ball away right away. Uh, and, and give a guy an open shot like Al Horford or Marcus Smart. So I think you almost want Tatum to kind of go at Wiggins one-on-one a little more. Maybe that changes it a little bit. Uh, at the same time, you still, you know, if they're going to go with the role players making 23s again, you live with that, right? So I think that's the adjustment they can make, man. I, I think it's just a lot of easy shots, even if they're role players. You just don't want to give that up. Offensively, I thought Golden State was... Not great besides Steph. I thought Steph was amazing. I thought Wiggins was pretty damn good. Uh, but outside of that, Clay didn't get any open looks. Draymond was awful shooting the ball. Jordan Poole was awful, right? It, Andre Gnallo was good, but he's not gonna he's not gonna change the game for you because he's not playing that many minutes. So I think offensively, you've got to try and get the other guys involved because you can't just sit Jordan Poole this series. Like he's too important, I think, to the team to sit. So I think you've got to find a way to get those guys better looks. Somehow, I, I don't know how, but you've got to figure that out because I think outside of Steph and really Wiggins, this team was pretty awful offensively tonight. No, I agree with you. It's the curious part of how they go about it because I, I thought that they played a solid offensive game, but I'm curious to see how it goes going forward with uh, Moss and kind of pushing in their mouth a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, should we get to uh, should we get to the goons? I think it's time to get to the goons. I think Let's this go. is a goon show. Willie, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, guys? Um, what a sh- shitty loss, <laughs> but um, 
I definitely agree with a lot of the things you guys are saying. First, like, we definitely deserve to lose this game. I mean, talk about a collapse in the fourth. But just a couple of things. I was looking at, like, the stats, and, like, to be honest, like, we – when you look at it, it doesn't look like we were playing terribly, but obviously from watching the game, I agree with what you were saying. Like the fourth quarter, I just think we didn't play with really much aggression at all on the offensive end. And then we're having really, really bad sort of defensive like schemes in the fourth quarter too. Like Otto Porter Jr. should never be on Jalen Brown when he's trying to go ISO like that. That was just dumb. But I think a warriors and six b when it comes down to like next game i think we make the proper adjustments i think kerr is gonna need to look at his rotations especially like you were saying like in those minutes when steph isn't playing because if we are not able to generate enough like offense when steph is not in i don't think that you know i mean this is just gonna happen again and then lastly I also think that what you're saying about not helping so much on the uh, on the defensive end with Tatum, I think is probably the way to go because I think we helped too much and like Wiggins may not be able to like stop him, but if he can make it tough on him and really continue to make him like expend more energy, then maybe those guys who are getting those wide open threes, those aren't happening. We can close out on them more. And I think, you know, we would have kept the lead and won the game. I mean, I, I think I think the point. I, I think that's a good point. I also think there's a part of this. I think where Steve is playing the long game. I think it's classic Steve Kerr coach team, and and we've seen it work many times. And and you know, maybe one time it's not going to work. Maybe it's this time that it's not going to work. But I think the Warriors are playing the percentages as much as they can. I also think they went with an eight man rotation today. Uh, Boston went with like a six and a half, maybe, man rotation, um, which bodes well for the Warriors long term. But again, the Warriors have got to win a game, right? So now now Sunday becomes a must win because I don't know how you win this series if you lose uh, game, two, game two at yeah. home. Yeah, I don't know how you win a game. Not to say that they can't do it, but uh, you, you need to you win put game pressure two. On you put pressure on yourself. I'm with you. Um, to your point, I think that... Dave, they, I don't think there was a scheme error defensively. I just don't think they played defense hard enough. I think Derek White and Marcus Smart hit some shots, and they were kind of like, all right, we'll let them hit shots. But they didn't actually make the Boston Celtics feel uncomfortable. And that's kind of the – that's always the tough part when you play a defensive coverage where you're like, we're going to let a certain guy hit the shot, or we're going to let a certain guy shoot the shot and just ride with it. They got burned tonight. There's no other around it. They they have to make the Celtics more uncomfortable next game because guys like uh, Derek White and Marcus Smart, they're only going to miss shots if they're uncomfortable. I guess that's the best way to put it. All right, let's keep it going. Nikhil? Yeah, what's up, guys? I know, um, you know you mentioned that you know pool seems kind of unplayable, and I know that it was like, pretty bad on the defensive end. He was getting hunted pretty poorly, but what was it about? Like, was it more him being nervous on the offensive end or was it more just like smart and the defense and the athleticism and length kind of getting to him? Cause he seemed 
very indecisive. And, and I mean, there was a few times where, you know, smart and, and Pritchard honestly played pretty, pretty good defense on him. And he was having trouble beating guys off the ball. Was it more his indecisiveness or them just having better athletes on the defensive end? Both, <laughs> both. I mean, that's to me, that's what it was. I thought, I thought offensively he wasn't getting the kind of quick first step look that he usually gets. Right. Uh, he, he played better in the second half, right. Offensively. I, I thought the defense was bad though. Like he was just, he was just completely lost defensively. Just, he was playing to the scouting report. I think was what Sam mentioned a few times, but if you're playing the scouting report, at least try and close out. He just wasn't. And that, and that just can't happen. Uh, quick quote here. Uh, Sam, I want to hear your thoughts. Draymond Green quote. We pretty much dominated the game for the first 41, 42 minutes. We'll be fine. Okay. Am I am I supposed to react to that harder than I just did? <laughs> what, what, what? Uh, I mean, I mean, I understand that, but they throw a game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I can't disagree. Uh, I like the confidence. Uh, I, I love that he's confident, and I don't think that he's wrong. They, they did dominate the game. They were up, I don't know, about 42 minutes. They were up 12 uh, after 36 minutes. And they were up three with eight minutes to go. So this was a winnable game, even though they lost by 15. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they should feel confident. Uh, at the same time, it's win or go home, right? It's a, it's a seven-game series. So they threw one away. Uh, you lose another one, and that, that's, you know, that, that's incredibly difficult for you to win. But I think there are things that you can take away from the game if you're a Warriors fan, which you know all 726 people in here are probably Warriors fans. Uh, you can take away a lot from this game, I think. And, and I think that's what Draymond's trying to say. You can take a lot away from this game to be optimistic about the Warriors. It's not like Boston won this game because they were up 15 the whole time. I think that might be more concerning if Boston had won this game up by 10 or 15 the whole time. Collapse is not pretty, but at least, not at least, but the Warriors were up big and, and they had control of this game for a fair amount of it, three quarters of a game. Let's keep it moving, Sam. I, you're muted. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Hey guys, sorry about that. Um, few like um, you know takes I want to share about the game. I first of all just got to give respect to Boston. Um, I think they're a really great team. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know that the fourth quarter shenanigans were reflective of how great they are of a team. They're not that level of shooters, but the defense is obviously legit, and you know they got some guys. I thought that I don't even blame Steve Kerr for this game because I thought he took well-timed timeouts. I thought he put Curry in with a great sense of urgency, like earlier in the fourth quarter. I was disappointed with Poole, of course. And I think, you know, in large part, like his, his slips and like him making turnovers, um, in addition to the bad defense that we just know is going to be the case with him, um, largely helped us lose the momentum in those key minutes when the game swung. The thing that I was eyeing that I was most frustrated with are the Wiggins minutes having only 34 minutes. If I look at our postseason collectively, he's been our second best player in my opinion. He's definitely been our second most consistent player. And just because Andre's back, I'm not trying to see Wiggins, you know, not playing those 40 minutes that he was playing against Luca. And if Steph is not on the court, Wiggins has to be there. And the last thing that I noticed that was frustrating was that 
you know, of course, the bullshit shots they were hitting were frustrating. But on offense, on our side, we saw Steph get hot early. And these guys were just standing around. Just, you know, I'm not expecting the motion pass, pass, pass offense to be happening. But they were just standing around like they're on a James Harden Rockets team. And, you know, I, I understand that Steph Curry's show is great and everything. But I think they just need to be more active on that end. And hopefully, like, the next game is a must win. We get there. And dubs and six. Yeah, I would say, I, I would say yes. I, I think there's a lot of this team that it's a little different. They came out a little different. I, I thought that they were a little. The game plan was different, right? It was Steph come off a screen, shoot a three, which is great, um, and, and we want to see that every single game. And I think, but that throws the Warriors off a little bit in terms of like that's just not how they usually play basketball. Um, I still think that's the right game plan to execute offensively because you can play off of that where Steph can start driving to the hole and creating for either himself or other people. That's not the reason that they lost. Uh, so I like that coaching adjustment that the Warriors did. A, a lot of this was just at the end of the day, it's like, dude, if the, if the Celtics hit 20 plus threes again on Sunday and they win again, I, I just I don't know what you do. Well, yeah, one last thing, you know, next game is a must win for sure. But the most encouraging thing that we can take away from this game is Steph can actually get buckets on these guys. I know they tighten the defense a little bit, but, you know, that was a concern. They're going to have to make him ISO and do all this stuff. And he looks capable. So um, you got to feel pretty good about that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The whole thing about this is frustrating because it does feel like they gave away a game that they should have won. Like a Everything we're talking about in the analysis of this game feels like they give one away. You know, that's that's kind of where I'm at. All right, let's get Karima up here. Karima, make us feel better. Listen, I, Omar was getting me kind of pumped up. So, you know, let me try to <clears throat> stay with that energy <laughs> because this was not what I expected, not, <laughs> not the outcome. And to I, you know what? Some positives here is that we we saw a really good Otto Porter come back. He was hitting on all cylinders, so I like that. And I think we can give Jordan just a tad bit of grace here. It's his first finals. Maybe he was just like super nervous, um, but I expect him to be so much better in game two because we're going to really need him in this series because when Stefan gets a rest, because I, I feel like the fan base forgets that Stefan actually does need to, to take a rest sometimes, you know? Nope. Nope. No breathing. <laughs> it's just like he gets 30 seconds and he's got to get back in <laughs> at one, you know, Oh, they made a shot. Where's Stefan? Where is he? It's like, okay, we have to just relax. Let, let us all take a deep breath. But I think that we can definitely learn from this. And Draymond knows he has to play better because he stunk it up. And we still had the opportunity to win this game. I think that's what hurts the most is how we just, like, completely melted down in the fourth quarter. So we we took this one. And come game two, we just get it all back. And we just go on and just, look, four straight wins in a row, baby. Here we go. Let's go, Dubs. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Kareem, appreciate it. That's the energy I needed to bring you back to life, Andy Lou. That's the energy I needed. 
You know, the game two response will be pretty important. It'll be pretty telling, especially in the first quarter. Uh, the Warriors came out pretty strong tonight, but um, they're not a team that lays down. So we're not. It's, they're not the Phoenix Suns. They're not coming out here. They're not going by, down by twenty. Yeah, this is, this is, this ain't Chris Paul. You know. Yeah. The, the, by the way, has it? Have you ever considered the fact that it's kind of weird that they call him the greatest leader of all time? But he. Um, but like just. The sheer volume of meltdowns. <laughs> like, like you'd think a leader wouldn't have that many meltdowns. You know, you would. You would, anyway, you know, anyway. What, what always gets the people going? Obviously, I'm deflecting for the fact that the Warriors lost tonight. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say it makes us feel better when you get to make fun of Chris Paul uh, all night long. I, you know, you love it. Let's keep it moving. We will keep it moving. We'll dive back into the topics at hand, but you know, I, I had to just make that little. That little comment to to spice up everyone's night. We're going in order of the people who've requested. Ben. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, man? Okay. Uh, I had a couple observations. One was like early when Steph was going off, um, it seemed like Robert Williams was making a mistake and just playing drop over and over again. And then Smart kind of told him, stop doing that. And they started like switching. And... He was like not getting as easy a looks. Um, and then with Robert Williams also, um, I think he was affecting cool, like trying to go to the rim a lot. And I think maybe trying to offset their minutes could be good. Uh, that's all. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I feel like, look, we can go into the microanalysis of every detail, but I feel like the biggest thing that happened tonight was the Warriors thought couple of shots was going to win the game and Dallas kind of clawed back into it and and I think that's pretty much I simple. wonder I wonder if that Dallas series ending in five the way that they, the way that they won that series hurt them a little bit uh, not to say that they shouldn't have won that series in five but I wonder if the ease of that series not that Dallas was bad but the way that they beat Dallas I wonder if that hurt them a little bit in this game I don't yeah. think it's going to hurt them overall because I don't think the Warriors are going to consistently collapse like they did tonight. But I, I do wonder, like you said, they, maybe tonight they realize, oh, shit, we are going to actually have to be better consistently to win a game like this and get back to the roots of how you win a big basketball game. Because tonight it felt like, all right, well, if we hit a couple big shots, it's going to be over. It's going to be lights out. And that's just not how you're going to win an NBA Finals game. It just it never is. Um, and I think that's what they kind of thought it was going to be. What's up, Anthony? I have a big fan of the show, honestly. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I was wanted to say, is this the worst game we've ever seen Draymond play? <laughs> I mean, he's 2 of 12 with three turnovers, but like the traffic cop offense thing was like so timely in its like horribleness. <laughs> it was just absolutely horrible to watch. Um, I, and it's, sorry, go ahead. I, I do agree with you. Like, it's hard to contextualize how terrible Draymond's games are when he plays bad ones. It, it's bad. It just seemed like it, he was a hindrance to the offense. Sometimes it's like he can hide. He can do enough distribution-wise to get by. But it seemed like tonight he was actually making things more difficult as people were just playing center field off of him. But, I mean, on the same note, it's like I feel like we overhelped a lot, too, and gave a lot of those corner threes up, which is a pretty frustrating thing. Um but, like, honestly, the biggest thing for me, the problem was, um, you know, Poole has been sloppy with the dribble since game three. But, like, 
you know, Brown got it going by basically just torching him and Clay. I mean, for they, they were dead in the water, and all of a sudden they got life when he got he got it on. Um, and so my question for you guys is, you know, what are we going to do in terms of like trying to hide pool on somebody else to make him actually playable in this thing? Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, man. So this has been my number one concern for the whole series, Andy. I'm not sure the Warriors can hide pool. I think the Warriors just need pool and clay to play with higher intensity. And then you just live with the fact that like they might only play 20 minutes. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I think that's the way about it. You can't take him off the floor. Uh, He's too good, or at least he's too scary defensively. He's just going to have to play better defense, right? It's just some of the stuff he was doing defensively was, it was literally top of the key. Uh, Jalen Brown drives down. He just he just walks him right by. Dude, at least foul him or or just try to draw a charge, maybe. And then just the stuff off ball where it's just like he's just standing three feet away from Derek White shooting a three. And it's like I get that's the re- scouting report, but you gotta at least try to close out there. So I'm with you, man. It's just you just gotta be better. There's no adjustment. There's no magic elixir. Right. It's you're playing against a great basketball team on the other side. It's a championship round. You just got to be better. Yeah. There's no, and if you're not, maybe the Warriors are just screwed. Yeah. Right. Maybe the Warriors are screwed. Can you guys hear me? There you go. We can hear you. What's up, man? What's up? Um, You know, I think Steve's going to be brave here because I think he's going to have to really cut down Poole's minutes. I don't know how that's going to be received, but Poole can't get to the rim with Williams in the game. And in my mind, if he can't do that, I'm not sure how valuable he's going to be. If I'm him, I'm, I'm putting Poole 15 minutes a game. And it all depends. If GP2 is back, I think it makes a big difference. But I think they got to cut him back. Even though I love JP, I just feel like JP's got to play a lot less because I'm not sure it's going to work against a defense like that. And I think he's getting killed. So I don't know what you guys think about that. But if I'm Steve, I think he's got to pull him back a lot. You see, this is where I'm I'm kind of – it's not one guy, especially especially tonight. It's It was a all all, – everyone gets blamed. Everyone gets blamed tonight for what happened. Uh, When you play that badly for 12 straight minutes, everyone gets blamed. And I know part of that is Jordan Poole, but Draymond was especially terrible. Uh, you put a Draymond and Iguodala, who I love, on the floor, who made a couple big shots tonight. But you're stuck on offense. Clay Thompson defensively, right, kind of got roasted a little bit by Jalen Brown and, and couldn't get open for a shot. So it's it's everyone in that fourth quarter. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, should, can Jordan Poole play better? He needs to, but that goes for everyone else too. Um, which, you know, I, I think part of this, I think if you're the Warriors, this is where the experience comes in. I think you're looking at the series and I think it's easily you look at this game and you get rattled. They're like, oh my God, we lost. We got outscored by 30 points in the fourth quarter. But I think the Warriors have been through this. I mean, the Warriors have collapsed worse than this, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, they, they've been <laughs> they've been through that the worst That is amazingly true, but <laughs> that's true. That is, that is a factual statement. Yes, They've been through the worst of times. I don't think they're sitting there tonight and they're saying, holy fuck, what do we do? Right. Uh, they've they've had that conversation before. The season was over. Right now they're down one zero. Last season, for example, Giannis and the Bucks went down two oh and they won four in a row. Right. So it's it's 
Uh, it's going to be a long series. I think people, maybe some people thought this would go five or something. I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. Um, so this would be a long series, but I don't think they're sitting there and they're saying like, holy shit, we're screwed. Uh, like Draymond's, I mean, Draymond's a little out of pocket saying like we dominated for 42 minutes. I think that's a little too crazy, but I think that's the mentality you need to have though. If you're going to come, if you're going to come back and you win game two, which I think the Warriors are going to win game two, right? I, I think they are going to win game two because uh, they proved tonight. Sam, for 36-plus minutes, they were actually the better team. If they lose every game like this, shit, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> if Derek White kills you four games, right? You, you lose. It, you lose. Yeah, you're right. What Thank you, guys. Do? I appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Do a couple more calls. It's the Clay Thompson quote. Clay Thompson, it's the first of four, not first of one. You know what else it isn't? It's not a first of three. <laughs> As the Warriors know. So, you know. Let's see, let's see what the line is for Sunday. Let's see what it is. Oh, it's minus four. So it's half a point higher than it was today. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, love go. your show, man. Dad, thanks for the great work you put in, okay? Um, you, you know, I, I have to say just Iguodala, love seeing him play today, but just, just three, you know, someone not playing for the whole playoffs and and months into the end of the season. And just, you just, I think we rode him too too long. And you know, threw off the rhythm that we had. And to be honest, I, I love I love that we got lit up though like this because you know we just were too lackadaisical sometimes. You know, they need to get lit up like this to kind of wake up and realize, okay, it's game time. I don't know. I mean, don't you see that over the years? Yeah. No. I, I hear we come with that one. Andy, where are you at with that? Uh, yes. I mean, that's, that's what I was trying to say. It, it's, I think it came a little bit too easy in that Dallas series. I thought the Memphis series was tough, uh, tougher for them. I think you know, the Andre stuff though, I disagree by 12 minutes tonight. And I actually thought he was really good. I, just, I don't know how much you're supposed to, how much less you're supposed to play him. Uh, unless you have, unless GP two is healthy, which I don't think he actually is. So, um, I, you gotta get hit in the mouth, right? It's better. This happens zero zero than it is when you're down one, two. Um, so I, I, I kind of, this is, I think this is where the experience comes in for these guys. They just, they, they've been through it all. And, and when you get, you know, I know the play is to leave, um, you know, that I can't think of his name right now, De- you know, uh, Derek, that Derek we, White, Derek White. Yeah. So I, I know the play is to leave him, make him beat you, but I mean, just, you can't have him and Horford just busting out there. I mean, who, who just kept missing that? Was that Draymond that just kept missing that assignment or, I mean, everyone, everyone. (laughs) No, I mean, it it was, it was a a team that was packing the pain a little bit, which is what they've done all off, what they've done all postseason. I mean, like there were games we saw Monty Morris hitting huge threes and they lost game four in, in Denver, right? Like we saw that happen and they live with that. Uh, in Memphis, they they lived with you know Dylan Brooks hitting hitting shots or or if Zaire Williams is going to kill us, right? That's fine. And then in Dallas, it's like, well, if Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith are going to kill us, that's fine. Um, those happened. Those games happened. Uh, I I just think tonight that game happened in Game One versus Game Three, Game Four when the Warriors were already were already up. So now you're now you've got your back against the wall because that game happened in Game One. And now you've got to come back the next game, and you've got to win that game now. Uh, and you would think Boston's not going to shoot as well, but also Jaden Tatum's going to be a lot better. So, yeah. Hey, thanks a lot yep. again, again, guys. You have a good night. You too. 
Okay. All right, let's go. Right, let's go one more. Okay, I appreciate it, fellas. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? We can hear. All right, perfect, perfect. Honestly, I agree with what everyone's been saying tonight. Um, getting this first stinker out of the way, because the dubs always, we always just drop one game usually. And then we get beat another game. This one didn't feel like we got beat, honestly. Um, they we, we gave up a lot in the fourth quarter. We played really good through three quarters, and you just got to tip your hat to Boston because they did what they needed to do. They came and stole one from us here at home when we were undefeated. Um, fourth quarter was absolutely atrocious. The fact that we missed that many free throws, I, I just can't deal with that. They need to really work on that. It's been a problem all season, including Steph. Um, overall, though, I like what you guys have been saying about how this was good for us because the past couple series, I think a lot of us here in the Discord and on um, on Spotify Live, we were getting pretty cocky. A lot of us were getting arrogant season again, and we just needed to be humbled again along with the dubs. They needed to be put in place and realize this is the finals. You can't just squeak through and turn the ball over willy-nilly like they normally do. They really got to tighten up overall. I appreciate the call. But you know what? I cannot justify the bigger lesson where we deserve to lose. I don't know if Andy agrees with me on this one. I cannot justify that, though. I cannot I cannot make this a more meta statement on Mike Mikas. I don't want I don't want Mike Mikas to feel like he is the reason the Warriors lost. <laughs> uh, no, no. And, and I think. Look, there's going to be game two on Sunday night. I think it's going to be a really, really rough couple of days here. But I do think, you know, let's just kind of get out of here on an optimistic perspective. I think I, if oh, you're, I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready to take a few more calls before. Oh, we get here. oh, let's go. OK, I've woken, go. I've woken, I've woken up. It's OK, time. let's roll. Let's get a couple more in. Yeah, but I do agree with you. I think all things considered, um, terrible worries loss, but. Not the loss to consider the series lost on. So let's 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 keep moving on a little bit. Yeah, we got our guy Ty up here. Let's start with my guy Ty. Yo yo Ty. Yeah, this was a weird one because it felt like for through three quarters I was like, yep, yep, makes sense. Boom. Um, even though Derek White was going off and, and Al Horford was going off, I was like, yeah, makes sense. Uh, and then that fourth, that's tough. You know, um, I agree that you, with what you said, Sam, that they kind of like let it let let the rope go. Um, that's rough. If if they're gonna start nine for ten from a fourth quarter, we're probably gonna lose the series. If they're gonna do twenty one threes on fifty percent shooting, you know, four times, I mean, that's a series you probably lose. So I don't, frankly, I think Warriors in five is still very feasible. Like I think. Wow. With the, wow. Like, I, I, whoa, whoa. Now you have me saying, listen, listen. Now, 2012, the Heat went up 1-0, lost four straight to the to the. To, I'm sorry, the, the the Thunder went up 1-0, lost four straight to the Heat. Not saying it's it's similar, but you know, young star, Katie Tatum, whatever, whatever. Star. It's an interesting one. But that, but it's an interesting I, I say this to say, I say this to say, they can't do that again though. Like you can't have to win multiple games. That's that's where you hell. Like they did a good job of not having to win games twice or having to like win five games in a series. Like we won game one and then lost it. So now we have to win five games in this series. Can't do that again. Um, that's tough. But I think Warriors in six now. Uh, I'm a little disappointed, but Warriors in six. 
I think I hold on. Let's I like this comparison because I tweeted this. Actually, I didn't tweet this out, which I should have. But I, I did. This Boston team does remind me of that OKC team uh, uh, that went up against Miami and lost in, in that second Miami title. Um, it does remind me of that team because you've got an up and coming team that you think is going to be there forever. And they've went through some battles. Right. They finally break through. They get to the finals and they win game one. I remember that. Right. It was that series where LeBron fouled KD but didn't get called for it. Right. <laughs> Remember that. And so yeah. you win game one and then Miami, the veteran team that's won a title before veteran by that point, uh, they, they go and they win the next four, which is I don't know if the Warriors win the next four. But I think if you were to spin it optimistically, that's a great comparison uh, for, for this series. I agree with you guys. All right. We're going to end it right here then. We're going to end it here. See you guys Sunday night. Still, still a little disappointed this game, but we will see you guys Sunday night. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.